Caitlin Clark, a lesbian basketball player, um, doesn't go to a, a kiosk in the middle of the mall to get her eyebrows threaded, obviously. Uh, huge uh, teeth, uh, barely brushes them, has bad halitosis, um, never Listerines, never flosses. Um, hair parted down the middle, brunette. Ted Bunny was still alive. He probably would have tried to uh, kill her. Um, you know, she just looks stinky, looks smelly. Uh, daddy's favorite uh, son. Um, he wanted a little girl, but he got Caitlin instead. And she always wanted to play games of horse and pig and they're the worst games on earth. So he'd always quit just around the, he'd get, get to like PI and he'd be like, I gotta go check on something and quit. And then he'd forget about the game and he'd go inside and she'd keep shooting hoops. The fucking annoying fucking sound of the fucking, uh, the fucking ball bouncing and he's just like, God damn it. He looks at his um, wife and he's like, why did you give me a fucking lesbian? And she's like, she hasn't said that's what she is yet. You shut up, Rick. And I don't care. I'll love her anyways. Yeah. Supposed to be my little princess. Instead, he gave me a little prince. And uh, and she just, you know, Caitlin's just a lesbianic name. Um, you, you know, Caitlyn Jenner. Um, you might as well have called her Chris Clark. And she could deny all this, uh, all she wants. But uh, the female athletes, I'll tell you right now, they got too much testosterone, bro. And they, they, um, they're, they're aggressive. They grow up to, um, they get in fights with their uh, gay partners and they commit domestic violence. And they say things like, uh, yeah, I'm a lesbian. And that, but then they're like, have a whole dildo collection that um, her and her girlfriend, they use on each other. Um, you know, the one time she did probably go home with a boy, he woke up and he saw her feet were hanging off the edge of the bed. Um, and he was weirded out by it. Um, it's a lot of leg to shave when they're that tall. Um, and, you know, she should try to um, swim against the other women. She's like, she's like, uh, the, she's like the real Leah Thomas. Um, Leah Thomas is like a synthetic oil, you know, a man trying to be a woman, but Caitlin Clark is like what Leah Thomas thinks that she is, but in real life, um, except the basketball player. Uh, I would cross her over, I'd dunk on her, I'd head top her, um, I'd do a layup on her, I'd shoot a three on her, a free throw on her, I'd uh, goaltender, I'd block one of her passes to someone else, I'd Muggsy Bows dribble around her, um, I'd beat her in basketball one-on-one -on -one at the Y, uh, barely trying, minimal effort. Um, um, you know, she's going to grow up, um, and she's going to, you know, normal people, they, the women, they grow up, they get into, uh, you know, uh, makeup. She's never been into that. Uh, she sweats too much. She loves the smell of the locker room. Um, you know, uh, the you know there's a certain uh unit you know you can tell who's on their period just from the from the uh mercury in the air the, you know there's a irony uh nickely penny uh metallic scent um she doesn't mind it 
Uh, she has an innovative Shark Tank idea where she's going to actually like glade fresheners, but they release the scent of like uh, ath- woman athlete period blood uh, throughout the house. Very faint, um, but something that uh, she won't have to drink as much coffee because of the smell of the uh, radiating cunt uh, throughout the living room. And it'll just get her, you know, like, you know, animals smell blood, sharks smell blood. Um, and and it'll get her, you know, uh, swimming around the house. Uh, maybe she'll clean it for once. She'll get all her clothes off the ground. And, uh, you know, she'll she'll uh, do do some womanly chores. You know, she... She's still, she's an athlete, so she doesn't necessarily know how to cook. She still puts uh, ketchup and mac and cheese and tries to serve it to people. Probably knows some kind of buffalo chicken recipe. Um, But eventually she's going to have to learn how to um, do a Thanksgiving turkey, uh, uh, some kind of beef Wellington Chateaubriand, um, you know, 30 minute mom meals, she's gonna have to learn how to make like a, a, a good burger, sloppy joe, a nice filet, garlic, soy sauce, uh, a homemade mash. Um, but she's getting better, she's growing up. Um, she's starting to realize you just can't wear pajamas and play ball for the rest of your life. And there's not a you know, she'll go on and uh, she'll go to the Olympics and uh, she'll say, man, it's great. I love playing in Greece and Germany and Japan and, and being overseas. And uh, nowhere here in America will care. Um, and that'll just be the rest of her life. Um, it'll be great. Eventually, though, she'll, lesbians, they wear out. They stop. And they they uh, they start getting into guys late in their life because they want the four hundred one k and the IRA, um, and they want you know uh, the generational wealth. They don't want to have to work when they're older, live off social security in a one bedroom apartment with a cat. And they start getting into guys and stuff so they can do double income, and they have like a kid that they didn't really want to have, uh, scared of babies, scared of pregnancy, but you know. She's got to pass the genes down to somebody. It's what her family would have wanted. And uh, big future ahead for her. Uh, Netflix users, uh, streaming services cracking down on password sharing. Um, it's going to be a problem. I don't know how they're going to uh, stop that. You know, it's been uh, 15 years now uh, people have been doing this. Um, no more account sharing with friends, neighbors, or even family members outside your home. But probably going to put a, a, a geo net on it. But nobody wants to watch Netflix anymore, anyways, because all it is is uh, foreign films. Uh, every time I see a scary movie on there, uh, some kind of movie, it looks like it's going to be like a another uh, a scream. Uh, you know, a nice American horror comedy. It's in uh, Korean. And I can't do the run, run. I can't do the fucking subtitles and the fucking the lips being off. And uh, Netflix is going downhill. Nobody watches it. They watch um, uh, Hulu, uh, Fubo. Cancel your cable bill. Get Fubo, seventy bucks a month. Thousands of channels. Uh, the only one I want is Bravo, Summer House, Vanderpump Rules. That's all I care about. Uh, the morning routine, no one, uh, no caffeine past 11 a.m. Stop eating at 8 p.m., screens off at 9 p.m., journal, meditate, read, go to bed at 10 p.m. You obviously are a fucking loser. Post this shit on LinkedIn, you fucking nobody. I fucking drink coffee when I wake up, uh, let's say uh, two full glasses, and then I wait like an hour and a half, I do another two, another hour and a half, do another two, uh, 20 cups of coffee a day, you can fuck right off, stop eating at 8pm, I eat one meal a day, 
usually around 1 to 2 p.m. And then I try to not eat again, unless maybe it's a weekend and I got to go out to eat with family or friends. Screens off at 9 p.m. Not happening. Laying in bed, playing on phone. Wake up in the middle of the night, 1 a.m., 2 a.m., 3 a.m. Check the phone. Uh, 21 hours a day on my phone. Um, journal, meditate, read. Uh, I don't necessarily read books because I'm just reading uh, someone else's version of reality. Uh, that's a Ralph Waldo Emerson uh, thing there. Henry David Thoreau, Lake Walden Pond. Never read books. You're just learning what someone else thinks about the world. Write a book. You should write your own book. Don't write a journal. See how this fucking faggot? He says, write a journal. No one gives a shit about a journal. Write a book. I'll be releasing one soon. You will see. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is a New York Jet. Um, no one cares. This is going to be terrible. He's going to fucking he probably win, I don't know, somewhere between 8 to 10 games. Um, I think the team will, could eventually maybe even uh, turn on him towards the end of the season uh, if he shows that he doesn't care. They're an immature team. They're a young team. Uh, you know, they're, uh, it seems like they're defense-driven. Those guys are emotional. They're insane. They're poor, impoverished. They come from poor communities and families. Uh, they grow up with no food, no water. Uh, their pets' heads are falling off. Um, they get, you know, they don't get tetanus shots as kids. Um, they're not uh, vaccinated. As they don't, you know, for measles, mumps, uh, Tdaps. Uh, they're mangy mutts, um, and they're going to turn on them like a pack of feral dogs. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised if, uh, you know, he gets the Geno Smith treatment. Uh, somebody tries to swing on them, punch on them. They're not going to respect his or his swag. You're going to hear a lot of things in camp about him being cool and throwing good passes. He's got no receivers. He's just the Garrett Wilson kid, Ohio State. Uh, barely has a fucking uh, anyone on offense. Uh, Uzma maybe from the fucking Bengals. No one gives a fuck about. Um, I don't know who he's going to throw to. I guess they get... I don't Lazard maybe or some former hack fucking Packer fucking nobody receivers. They all suck cock. Everyone fucking on the Jets sucks. Robert Salah, I thought he was going to be some kind of fucking Taliban, Pakistan fucking ISIS level quality fucking leader, having his team fucking take Captone and fucking march and slay and maraud and rape and murder and fucking pillage and he's just was supposed to be this hard-ass Dearborn, Michigan, fucking uh, ISIS flag-waving fucking uh, guy from Greece who was going to save the economy from fucking collapsing. And he didn't do any of that. They should, um, they should World Trade Center, the fucking Jets Stadium, and just let the fucking uh, Giants stay there. I don't like that they share a fucking stadium. I don't like that the fucking, that they see each other in the hallways and they share a game field. Um, the Jets, Gary V needs to go to more uh, eBay, fucking uh, uh, get more Beanie Babies, get more um, fucking uh, Toys for Tots. Whenever you see those bins outside of a grocery store, fucking just take all the shit out of them. Clean it out. Donate shoes. Donate cans of soup. You fucking see that shit, you clean it out. You take it home. Take pictures of it and you try to sell it on the fucking internet. Clean a mushroom soup. Five bucks. Uh, kids right shoe from the fucking Salvation Army. Fucking ten dollars for one fucking shoe. I don't have the other one. 
but you could just find another shoe. Maybe he's missing a shoe. Put this shoe on there, and he'll have two fucking shoes. Gary V should should uh, rob Girl Scouts. You see a Girl Scout cookie scam? Rob them. No one ever robs them. They're asking for money. Can you buy some cookies? Just fucking rob them. Uh, take all their fucking cookies. Kick their table over. Um, and just take all their shit. Uh, hold the phone up to the woman's face. Say, look in it. Open this, you fucking bitch, before I fucking kill you. And uh, and she opens her phone and then fucking transfer the PayPal, the cash app. What's your fucking password to get into Venmo? Look at it, you fucking dumb cunt. And fucking open it and you transfer it to yourself. And, and then go inside and go shopping because no one gives a fuck. No one's coming to help them. Shopping and grocery stores are filled with mentally disabled Down syndrome uh, fucking kids. Um, they're insane asylums uh, for individuals with disabilities. And they're not going to fucking help the, the Girl Scout cookies. Give them a... One of the uh, retards looks like he wants to fucking, uh, you know, bite you or scratch you. Give them a box of cookies. Um, hardly anybody ever takes them out to eat or tries to feed them uh, like animals at the zoo. Give them some Girl Scout cookies and they'll become obedient like dogs. And then you turn the grocery store into a fucking uh, some kind of castle. Um, and you have all the, the retards and the uh, kids with disabilities. They all uh, become a militia and they work for you. And people come into the stores to shop and you get the disability kids to start robbing them and stealing stuff out of their purse, tying them up and blindfolding them and putting them into the back and the storage where the product comes in. The trucks, they come to drop off and deliver fucking uh, groceries. Uh, you you, uh, you fucking, uh, you get some uh, wasp spray and a lighter and you go, and you create uh, makeshift flamethrowers and you hijack the trucks. And now your military has vehicles and you guys can leave and drive around the fucking city. You load all the people who are coming in to shop with groceries, all the former managers and the people that were mean to you and didn't pay you OT and didn't give you a raise because you were a retard. Uh, you put them blindfold them, tie them up, sock in their fucking mouth. The grocery stores, they have clothing stores in them now. And you put them in the back of these fucking, uh, you know, the, the truck that delivers your produce. Put all the people in the back and you drive off with them. And and just leave it parked on the side of the highway and they can cook in there like a fucking uh, oven. And then you get into another truck um, that just got done uh, doing deliveries and he'll take you back to the um, to the Kroger. And just make sure the place is clean, mopped, wiped down, sanitized. It still looks like a grocery store. You don't want the people to be confused and think they're walking into some kind of third world country market where they're going to barter for fucking uh, bananas. They say it's a dollar. They offer 65 cents. You fucking take it. Some kind of fucking fish market um, where there's, you know, you go buy a fucking, uh, you know, fish that are hanging from a, upside down from a fucking hook in the back. Uh, right off the fucking, uh, and you say, I want that, I want seven mullet, and they unhook the dry mullet, and they put them in a steel fish bucket, and they hand it to you. You don't want it to look like that. You want it to look professional. You want it to look like a clean grocery store. That way people will keep coming, and then you can blindfold them, put them in the back, put them in a truck, and you can haul them off and uh, for human trafficking. And you can sell people into the black market, into the Russias, the Ukraines uh, of the world. Um, and you can just start your own fucking, uh, you know, supply chain, um, selling people's souls uh, right out of the store. So let's see here. Nick Saban. Um, the majority of the 
fucking NFL don't like me. Most of the NCAA don't like me. What makes you think I care if you don't like me? The best players are going to play. These guys got to watch out. These uh, Sabins, um, they got to they gotta fucking watch out because it's not 1990s Jack Welsh authoritarianism anymore. Okay? You can't just be saying uh, whatever you want anymore, cussing people out, fuck you, uh, do what I fucking say right now because uh, these kids will turn on you. All right? You used to have to go to HR back in the day. You used to have to go to fucking... Uh, Call your mom crying or call your pops up and have your dad come up there and beat Nick Saban up in the fucking parking lot um, early in the morning, 5 a.m. Saban's walking in with a cup of coffee and your pop shows up and just right hooks him and says, don't fucking talk to my son that way. Uh, picks his coffee cup up and just fucking pours it on his body while he's laying there unconscious. And then he kicks Saban in the ribs. And he fucking elbow drops him, and then he climbs on top of the car, and he frog splashes Saban on a speed bump, and you just hear crack, and Saban's back breaks. And then he says, let me help you up, and Saban tries to reach his hand, uh, but he can't feel his legs, and the guy picks him up and just throws him into the front door, and Saban's head goes through the glass, and the alarms go off, and Ally Barton security comes, and your dad would just take off fucking running. And uh, eventually he caught and arrested, uh, but he stood up for his family, all right? And now you can't do that shit anymore. The kids, they, they don't call their parents anymore. They go on Twitter. You want to talk to their mom or their pops or, or if they want to talk to their family and friends, they have to read what they posted on Twitter and on Facebook and on Instagram. And that's the only communication now. They have to DM their kids. And the kids will just go on there and say, Satan's, uh, you know, uh, being mean to me, called me a spook, a smoke. He, uh, he said, uh, you know, that I, I fucking, uh, he's going to, I can transfer, but I'm going to have to fucking uh, take the Underground Railroad to my next college. And they tweet that shit, and then Saban's going to get in trouble soon. I actually think he's close to the collapse of the Alabama dynasty. Uh, first, you had, uh, you know, the Florida States and the Floridas, um, then the Miamis, then the USC's, um, and then it went into the Alabamas. And they're coming up on 10, 15 years now. That's usually when it dies out. And Saban... You know, he's the king of Alabama, and he thinks like he's um, he's being kind of smart about it. He's showing some sympathy and some compassion and some uh, some uh, some empathy, and he looks like he's trying to be like an old guy who's learning how to use a phone. And, uh, and I think kind of the players are, are responding, but he's going to enter the transfer portal soon. And he's going to have to go back on some of the things he said. And he's going to have to bring some of the people in that he, uh, you know, he said the transfer portal was bad. And now he's going to have uh, college footballs. Uh, he's going to have a uh, fucking Ishibom, the Asian quarterback, um, coming in from Tyler Buckner from Notre Dame. And... Uh, my name is Ichibam because I'm eating to the bomb. And, uh, and Saban's going to have his first uh, Asian quarterback. I saw maybe the Miami, the Tyler Van Dyke guy um, was going to come in there and try to play quarterback. Um, they should probably just start the kid from Katie. Um, he's got a, a Gucci man appeal to him. He uh, he looks like the realist. I heard Katie's the hardest hood in Houston, so I feel like he could he could have some. Uh, some he threw uh, two touchdowns, ran for a touchdown, but threw two picks in the spring game, and that's what young guys do. They turn the ball over. But my thing, and I'll say this again with football players, is if they know how to score a bunch of touchdowns. Um, 
you got to start that guy. They have a nose for the end zone. They know how to get in the end zone. They know how to score. Uh, you can get them to cut down on turnovers, but if that guy is going to score three, four, five touchdowns a game, it's got to be the guy that starts. Um, we'll see what happens at Saban. Uh, I don't know why he hired Tommy Reese if he's going to have a fucking hood-ass quarterback. I don't know why he hired Tommy Reese from Notre Dame, some kind of fake fucking uh, you know, uh, Ivy League fucking highbrow intelligence fucking uh, scumbag who is going to fucking try to, you know, act like he's smarter than the kid from Katie when he's not. He's just a small white kid with fucking missing chromosomes and no talent. Uh, Cam Newton. Jesus Christ. That's fucking crazy. I'm back. This guy's a nut job, dude. Closet transsexual. He needs to just come out as a woman. Go on the RuPaul show. Do drag. Um, Bob's cock. Cock Newton. Um, he, he fucking... Said he was an icon and got into funny hats. Uh, let's see here. Um, Joe Burrow, uh, sickle cell, um, diabetes, be dead soon, to attack of Iola. Um, just looks like a fat little Porky the Pig. Um, somebody said he was Kurt Warner the other day. I thought that was interesting, you know, because he completes a lot of passes. He's got great receivers, though. Uh, I think he's going to – when's the last time the NFL had a – had they ever had a player die? Because that could be really interesting play for their storyline if Tua actually died. And then he could go to the Hall of Fame for dying, you know, for being the only player to ever die in the NFL. Like, DeMar Hamlin, like, he didn't have enough celebrity, wasn't famous enough to, like, die and people care. But, like, I bet Tua could attract some fucking, uh, could get a big attendance at his funeral. You know, he's the type of football player that could attract some, you know, some um, some famous people to his funeral, get behind him, donate some big money. Um, he should consider that. If things are going downhill... And he's starting to do bad. I think that uh, Tua should consider uh, taking the fall, taking one from the team, and dying on the field. Um, And letting that be his legacy. Um, Live through, you know, live for an eternity through a eulogy. I'm just saying, uh, keep it in the cards. Justin Herbert. you know how they used to do bum fights back in the day? Well, those guys, they started getting good at fighting and getting into shape from beating each other up. And they and um, they started impregnating homeless women because they said, like, I can defend you. I'm a four-time uh, cardboard box uh, champion of the block. Um, if you be my homeless wife, we'll run these streets. And they fucked like Adam and Eve and they made a baby. And it was Justin Herbert. Um, He's got homeless parents. He goes and visits them to this day. Um, They're professional homeless people now. They're not just homeless. Uh, They bought a miniature house. They saved up enough uh, quick trip uh, styrofoam cup change. They bought a miniature house for $12,000 from Home Depot. Um, all wood, uh, there's no insulation, it's just wood frames, uh, tile roof, um, that's literally just, it's just a sandpaper for the, for the protective covering of the roof, wood frames, um, no furniture inside, they just lay on the wooden floors, but they don't get rained on, and Justin goes and visits them. 
and he brings them hibachi, steak, chicken, shrimp, double fried rice, two soups, no salad. And they fucking, uh, they sit Indian style in there and they, they eat it uh, with their bare fucking hands that have sores on them that are dirty, look like they changed a tire, uh, look like they just fucking uh, turned the oil cap and put some oil in their, in their fucking uh, motorized uh, fucking uh, shopping cart that they souped up. They, there's a few broken down cars down the way. They pulled the carburetors out and spark plugs and they, they rigged it and they got um, car tires on the shopping cart. It's lifted and they can stand on the shopping cart uh, and they literally it has a steering wheel on it. You know, like the kids shopping carts that have like steering wheels and stuff for them to play with while the parent pushes them around. Well, now the shopping cart has an engine and they fucking, it goes as fast as a riding lawnmower and they can stand on the motorized shopping cart and they just drive it up and down the street. Um, Justin's proud of his parents, how far they've come. They've survived hepatitis C, HIV, gonorrhea, chlamydia, syphilis. Um, they, they, uh, Bacterial infections, multiple. Uh, they, you know, when things got bad, they broke into a fucking uh, mom and pop pharmacy. Um, they got a, a bunch of Leviquin. Sometimes when they can't get high, they want to get sick. Um, so they take, you know, they got a, uh, they got uh, Midol and uh, they'll just, you know, chug down you know they don't have any alcohol they'll just chug down a thing of hydrogen peroxide rubbing alcohol um they'll you know sometimes they go to a cvs they get a listerine the orange flavor that's like a party night like on the weekends they chug like an orange flavored listerine down and you know justin he's just he can't believe how far they fucking come uh his parents sometimes they you know, they'll go out to the stadium and they'll fucking, uh, they'll fall asleep like in front of it. Uh, you know, hoping to get a glimpse of him coming off the team bus. Uh, every once in a while they take bolt cutters and they clip the fence and they peel it away and they sneak up into the stadium like a couple of fucking, uh, rancid raccoons and they get all the way up to the top. Sometimes they can catch a glimpse of one of his throws um, before they're caught and thrown out. So they've seen him play a few times. Jalen Hurts, uh, like I said, is going to be the new Black Mr. Clean. Um, they paid him for losing the Super Bowl. He lost the national title at Alabama. Deshaun Watson, internet rapist, came back and uh, beat him with a throw to Hunter Renfro. Um, but he played just good enough not to blame it on him. Then he goes to fucking... Uh, you know, in the in the next national title, gets benched at halftime for Tua. Uh, but he's a good kid, so it's not his fault. And then he goes to Oklahoma, gets blown out. Joe Burrow, LSU, um, in the college football playoff. And then he goes to the NFL, he gets blown out in the first round by fucking Tom Brady and the Bucks. And then he gets uh, beat in the Super Bowl. So all he's done in the biggest moments of his life so far is lose. Uh, but they gave him $255 million. You know why? Because he's a nice black man. All right? It's league policy. All right? It's league policy. Roger Goodell and the crew, they say, we need more uh, black quarterbacks. I know they like to run, but we can't keep running them off. And, uh, and, and, you know, it's uh, that's why you look at this year's draft, C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, Anthony Richardson, and Will Levis. Will Levis versus NFL League policy, the only white quarterback in the draft. They're trying to get the black kids in. They want them to be at the starting quarterback positions. Um, they realize that only, um, you know, uh, three out of, uh, you know, almost coming up on 60 Super Bowls have been one by um, Caribbeans or African Americans, and um, it's all—it's been all white guys. So um, good for Jalen, um, good for Tua. Um, 
athlete sponsored by Affirmative Action. Um, you guys, uh, they're paying, and you know what else? It's gentrification. They're paying Jalen $255 million. They're hoping that he goes back to whatever community he came from and he gives his uncles and his cousins and his aunts and family and friends, he gives them all money and, and uh, you know, uh, tells them to get their act together. And uh, and then they go and use that money, and they uh, and they they get uh, like Impalas, and they get uh, jewelry, and they get clothes and Jordans and sneakers, and they go to Foot Locker, and that that two hundred fifty five million it just sprinkles and it spreads throughout um, the African American communities, and it's really a donation um, to, um, you know, uh, the diversity, to the uh, ethnic groups of society and hoping that they'll use it. Um, they'll get work done to build them, uh, make a wish foundation houses and that they can all rise up together. And hopefully Jalen only keeps uh, 2 million of it and he invests the rest um, in things like when hurricanes hit New Orleans, he goes in there and he rebuilds an entire hood, Holly Grove, you know, because uh, you think about like the Quicken Loans guy, he goes and rebuilds all like uh, Detroit and Cleveland, he buys all the buildings in the city, the billionaire owns all the buildings, they're like, Jalen, we're going to give you $255 million, all right, and uh, we want you to go and we want you to buy all the buildings um, in in whatever hood you choose, whatever it is, buy all the buildings and fix and repair them, fix their broken windows, um, put uh, uh, get them clean enough to put a Chick-fil-A in there. Um, the lines will be out the fucking gate. Uh, uh, get, let's get a fucking, uh, we're going to get uh, oh, uh Aldi in there. Um, we're gonna get uh, fucking uh, uh, supercuts in there. We're gonna get a fucking AT instead of Boost Mobile, uh, T-Mobile. We're gonna get a fucking AT and T's in there. Um, we're gonna get uh, we're gonna get a, a Razoo's uh, Cajun Kitchen in there. Um, you know, a, a nice uh, Mexican restaurant. Um, a Red Robin, you know, places uh, people actually want to go and eat after church. And Jalen's all for it, man. Uh, he's going to he's gonna un- release his PowerPoint plan on uh, Shark Tank. He's going to get Mark Cuban involved, Damon John. And he and Jalen Hurts has been tasked by Black America um, he is responsible uh, for transitioning all the blacks in, in America, and he's responsible for transitioning them um, to white suburbia. And uh, man, he's got a long road ahead. He's got a, a big challenge ahead of him, but he's going to take it on head first. And uh, good for him. Let's see here. Uh, who else we got? You know, just one more thing on Nick Saban. All right. Just one more thing on him. He's got to be careful, man. He's got to find himself a solid fucking... Uh, He's got to get his team back. He's getting destroyed by the NIL deal. He's getting destroyed by old school football. Him and Belichick together. Belichick struggling. You can't identify with the new the new age players that talk back, aren't into authoritarianism, into communism into competition. 
you know, there's an old saying um, is that you should never uh, compete with people with another person because you're not uh, compete. You should just compete with yourself. And so when you see a lot of football players uh, or coaches that are trying to pin players against each other and get them to compete and beat each other out, it's not how you build a team anymore. You're supposed to get them close to each other and make it a brotherhood and they compete with themselves. And then through that externally, um, it competes with others and players on their team and other teams. And so he's got to be careful with the one-on-one, mano-a-mano, internal competition conflict. Or he's going to crack his fucking team in half in the 2023s. You know, I uh, told my wife if I was ever on Kiss Cam that I would uh, I would just do like a real hardcore tongue French kiss. I don't know why they never do that. Um, let's see here, you know, Anthony Richardson, um, you know, out of all the quarterbacks in the draft, um, I just think Anthony Richardson, like, I don't think any of them are good, but you might as well just fucking draft Anthony Richardson and just put him in the shotgun and just say, run around and throw it. Don't even tell him what plays to call. Just say, like, go be an athlete, play pickup basketball, play fucking, and just, like, don't even coach him, don't do anything. That way, if he fucks up, you can just blame it all on him. But if he does good, then he can feel good about himself. But he's probably the one I would take, and I would just fucking say, go make fucking plays, leave me the fuck alone, get out of my fucking face. Um... Let's see here, Dabo Sweeney, a lot of people coming down hard on him, on Dabo, saying he's too nice of a guy, um, saying he hypes all his players up, but that's what I was talking about with Saban, is Dabo is that Bowden way, that Bobby Bowden, um, say something nice about me, I'll say something nice about you, and I thought it's pretty cool that he hypes his players up no matter what. Because, you know, bro, it's pretty, you know, if you get all the way to college football, you're assuming you're going to go to the NFL and get paid. And so that's what he's trying to do because he knows they're going to have to go back to the fucking, uh, you know, uh, Jurassic era and go fucking try to survive the fucking uh, the dinosaurs, the fucking all the old people in corporate America, the dickheads, the cocksuckers with no fucking talent who got benched in Little League that are just going to fucking be mean to black people and fucking uh, and make them be like janitorial supervisors and floor techs and project techs and shit and never give them a fucking chance. And Dabo knows that. And so he's trying to say, hey, look, my third string, second string fucking linebacker who never played, like you can at least get him to run down on special teams or practice on the scout team. Let him do anything except for have to go fucking, um, you know, work the forklift at a fucking store. Give him a chance. Um, Let's see here. Who else we got? Uh, I don't get into gambling. I don't know why the Seamus Sin Williams kid was fucking gambling uh and then i heard it was like on other sports he was just doing it inside the building just stay away from fucking gambling like what are you doing that's the problem with these apps i went to go do DraftKings the other day and it doesn't even work in texas we don't even like gambling on apps and i was like thank god because i'm a fucking you know if i even want a little bit of money i'll be on there every day trying to win more money and shit and don't get me on an ESPN 30 for 30 talking about how you lost everything. Please. Um, let's see here. The effects on sitting posture. Um, yeah, and some people like this, man. 
I'm telling you, there's some people in corporate America, they like to just sit in a fucking chair all fucking day long, and they don't want to move. I tell them all the time, like, get up, go for a walk on your lunch break, walk up and down the sidewalk, you don't need a track, you don't need a fucking uh, side, you know, you don't need, like, a fucking a whole, like, uh, workout facility, just go walk up and down the sidewalk. You got a 50-foot sidewalk, walk to the end and walk back, walk to the end and walk back. Do it 20, 30, 40, 50 times and just keep checking your phone and see how many fucking miles um, you've been walking. And do that at lunch right after you eat. Get some exercise. Come back to work soaking wet, sweating. Um, Have some drugs in your car. Go hit a fucking... That's the one thing about work is always have uh, drugs in your car. Have a joint. um, Have uh, some cocaine. Have uh, edible, have something that you can, some kind of drugs that around lunchtime, you can go do some drugs, you can go get some exercise and get your metabolism up and you can get a little high going, get a little buzz, you know, go drink four or five, six beers on your lunch break, um, brush your teeth, uh, spray yourself down with some uh, cocoa mash manel, uh from Dillard's and go back to work if you work in an office, go back. By the end of the day, you know, right? Nobody does work after 1, 2 p.m. anyways. You deserve it to be drunk, to be high as shit if you have to be in a fucking office all day. Don't wait till happy hour to get high and happy. Fucking uh, make a lunchbox, especially if you're like a regional manager and you have to drive around a lot. Lunchbox, bag full of blunts, beers, energy drinks. And just walk around all day, just drinking energy drinks, chugging beers and smoking blunts and fucking uh, do it without your shirt on. Take your shirt off, throw it in the back seat, um, hide it in a grocery bag or something so it doesn't smell like it. Have all the windows down and just fucking, uh, you know, if you're going to like go to the airport, you should be doing drugs. You know, you snort a whole eight ball of cocaine. First thing you do when you get in the airport um, is you wash your hands in case they try to pat your hands down to see if you have drug paraphernalia on your person. Wash your hands as soon as you get in there. Uh, Get a bottle of water from a gift shop. Drink it. Get through security. Go to the bar. Start drinking. Never show up in a city uh, and fly out early. Fly out like 6 a.m. So you start doing drugs early. Have a few drinks early, get on your flight, fly out, and take a nap on your flight, and you'll get there, and you'll be sober, but you'll still be a little high. Try to check into your hotel early, um, take a shower, uh, put your suit on, um, brush your teeth, Listerine, go to work. Um... You know, that would be my recommendation. I wouldn't just sit there and get a bad back and an inflexible spine or weak glutes. You know, get up and walk around, bother people, walk cubicle to cubicle. Um, If there's a fine-ass girl at work, smell her chair. When she gets up to go to lunch, just go fucking act like you're in IT, smell her chair. You know she farted in that motherfucker. Um, You know, just... Somebody's got a candy bowl, go get some candy and just walk around, go up and down the elevator, go to the bathroom, take a shit for an hour while you play on your phone, act like you got to make a call, walk out in the parking garage and just fucking call people, check social media. Like, don't do work. Like, make them pay you um, to just play all day. And when they find out and they fucking fire you and they're mad at you, you're just like, dude, I just literally for six months got paid to just hang out, not do shit, drink, do drugs uh, on your dime. Let's see here. Um, Bryce Young. Gosh, farted. He, uh, Simba from the Lion King, gonna grow up to 
fucking rule the kingdom, the giraffes, the fucking uh, zebras, the fucking... He's got that uh, smooth little face. Like, he'll fucking, uh, like, he would, like, touch a girl's pussy to see how much cream was on it. And then he'd be like, let's go in there. You know? Get a little taste of the the cream. You know, squeeze her butt cheek together. And if it's that soft, your finger should touch your thumb while you got a full cheek in there. Um... Yeah, I think, uh, you know, he could do okay. Um, he kind of has like, uh, he kind of has like special ed kid, uh, black guy face where like, he's really, uh, sugary, sweet and wants to hug your leg. Um, but like, you'll catch him having a snack at a turn. Or, uh, or like the teacher will think all the special ed kids went to lunch and he'll pop out from behind a fucking, uh, a wall shaking his dick at her, butt naked. Um, go get dressed, uh, Bryce. Okay. I did my job. Um, yeah, we just kind of has that, like, there's just something special in his eyes. There's something special, Ed. You know, all those, uh, you know, the way, you know, when you grow up and you're alone a lot and you're just constantly jumping on the trampoline by yourself until late at night, start to have weird thoughts, you start to believe them. Uh, Kirk Cousins, Brian Hoyer, Nick Foles, all on the same uh, team. Uh, This guy right here grew up to get addicted to pills, uh, uh, and he uh, would buy GHB from Jeff Smoker, and women would reject him all the time when he'd hit on him at bars because he'd be so fucked up. And he'd go into a rage, and he'd drive off in a truck, and he'd go home and punch holes in the wall, and he'd just say crazy shit, like, I'm going to fucking kill that bitch. And he'd get all his tools and guns and stuff, and he'd go back up to the bar and just wait in the parking lot and get out and pull a gun on the girl and point it at her and say, what the fuck did you say to me? And she's like, oh, my God. And he'd just shoot her tires out with his gun. And then he'd get in his car, his truck, and leave. And eventually, uh, he became like a bodyguard for a meth heroin operation. And uh, the cops showed up. The SWAT team showed up and shot him and he uh, 13 times with a machine gun. And he fucking died in a flannel shirt. And this guy right here, he just grew up to push a stroller with a kid in a in it around uh, Disney World while his pregnant wife waddled around. And uh, it's their one vacation a year. Uh, They're staying at like an embassy suites. It's solid. Um, On vacation, uh, instead of checking out restaurants in the area and the new culture, he just makes her go to Chili's or Outback. Just safe, solid. Puts the bed down, just drinks a few beers in the hotel room. Um, and they go to bed, and it's the most boring vacation ever. This guy right here, he uh, he just, you know, he, was, he probably was, like, buying pictures from the... Um, I think it's, is it Larry Nasser, the Michigan State guy, the doctor with the gymnastics? He would just, you know, he's just like, can I get a couple, can I get some pictures of their pussy? And, um, and so he just has them all in a scrapbook uh, that he has hidden 
and he go he logs in with a ski mask on every once in a while and sells them on eBay, like back road, silk road and stuff. Um and uh, you know, he's single, he doesn't know whether he's gay or not. He doesn't necessarily have a family or wife or friends. Um, he became a fake scout. He has a mustache. He spray paints black with a fake clipboard, and he goes and he watches quarterbacks throw because um, he thinks they're hot, and he wants to suck their cocks, and he gets their number, and he calls them and jerks off while he tells them where he thinks they could be drafted to and teams they could play for. And, um, you know, players to him are just – prostitutes he wants to put his penis into um hard life hard life for him uh Kyle Shanahan doesn't have a coaching tree uh cause he's never won a Super Bowl acts like he can skateboard he can't even fucking skate bro do a fucking ollie Kyle do a fucking ollie. You can't. Anything else here? I cannot believe they fucking fired Tucker Carlson. Highest rating on television. Tucker Carlson got canceled. This guy was making probably tens of millions of dollars. Now he's going to have to go on fucking YouTube with Louder with fucking uh, Clam Chowder. He's going to have to go on fucking YouTube like Bill O'Reilly and start a fucking podcast and a YouTube show and do it on his own. This guy, this guy wanted to work for corporate America. He want to start his own fucking podcast. He didn't want to have to start his own fucking podcast. This guy didn't want to have to fucking go and do it on his own. And now Tucker's going to have to, he's going to have to go fucking do it all on his own. All by himself. And he can't fucking believe it. He's pissed off. Screaming, yelling. Wants to fucking screaming at his fucking wife. Smashing shit. The glass tables. Telling his kids to shut the fuck up. Scared out of his mind. Texting his fucking agent. Got fucking canceled. Tucker got fucking canceled, bro. Smug. This motherfucker, he think he thinks he's an elite. He is a coastal elite. He is an aristocrat. And uh, you know, like fucking Sean Hannity? Ugh, the motherfucker has 800 houses. And I and you know the you know what he's gonna do? He's gonna try to hopefully he doesn't, but the James Comey, like fucking He's going to fucking get liquored up and fucking start tweeting. And then he's going to have to say he's going to run for president. No one's going to fucking vote for him. He's going to have the personality. He's funny, but it's an annoying, smug, frat brother, political funny. It's not the type of funny that middle Americans that fucking, uh, you know, that that watch fucking the mass singer fucking want to vote for. Um, I, I mean, he's not going to go run for, he, he was the fucking kingmaker, bro. He's a guy, you know, when you become president, you have to kowtow to fucking Tucker Carlson. You have to go be on his show and talk to him. And that he's not going to go run for political office and then have to go fucking, uh, fucking, you know, be some kind of fucking, uh, report to the people and report up the chain to the fucking, Nancy Pelosi's, he was the one that was able to criticize them on TV to their faces and talk down to them. He's not going to look, manage up to them. I don't know. Hopefully he, uh, I'm sure he's got some kind of back pill problem from having to sit in the fucking chair. Um, I'm sure, you know, I'm sure he's in a hotel room. He's probably not even at home with his family. He's in a hotel room just getting fucking pissed drunk. He's chewing the pills. He uh, He's in hiding. 
um, trying to find out what his next move is going to be. And they canceled him, bro. And they're making a major, you know what? They're trying to make a major shift in America. They fucking, they're getting these damn fucking, uh, these guys who want to be like uh, militant. You're, you just can't go on national television anymore and stir up crazy hate speech. They're not going to let you do that anymore. It's all going to be smiles and platitudes and placid. Poor guy. I used to watch him. Then he just got fucking annoying at the end. Everything isn't about fucking gangs and drug wars and fucking motherfuckers in, in real America. They're just trying to fucking make sure they have a fucking job and they don't have to go on fucking Indeed and go fucking apply for another one. Let's see what else here. I'm thinking that's the end. So good luck to you. Look at this guy, Joe Burrow. You better, you better relax, pal. That fucking alcoholism.